0: Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and returning to the show, I've got actor Cheve Lorenzo. How you doing? I'm good, Donovan. How you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to Met Radio, 1280 AM. You were with us a couple of times when we had the old station. Yes, yes.
1: Ah. Um, it's, it's nice to be in a new space. This is different. Um, I know. You know, I'm a person that's that's very heavy on growth. <laughs> and every time I come here, uh, things are changing, things are growing. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. Uh, I do feel like a friend of the show.
0: Of course. Um, You've been here t- three times. Three times, yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So you're probably one of the most common guests. Yeah, which is good.
1: I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. So. I know.
0: And it all started, in case listeners don't know you, when did it start? Three years ago before the pandemic? I
1: I'd want to say maybe 29. 2019 or 2020? Yes. Somewhere around there. Yes. I think it was January of either 2019 or
0: 2020. Well, I know it was January you met me. And mm. sorry, February 2020, a month before the pandemic, your first radio interview. Then we continued to talk to you a couple of times in the pandemic. And then yeah. we finally got to see you after two years last year. And you're back again. <laughs> 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 so, did you want to tell the listeners? You know, they don't know Cheve Lorenzo. There's always listeners that don't know Cheve Lorenzo. Who is he? Absolutely. Um, so I'm an actor,
1: um, and I would call myself an entrepreneur. I am an artist essentially. Um I you know, I do a little bit of everything. Um, i I dabble in things in front of the camera, which is acting primarily and behind the camera. So I've done a little bit of directing, producing. Uh, A little bit of writing as well, too. Uh, I've also done executive producing. And then on the entrepreneurial aspect, uh, I'm a partner in a men's grooming company as well, too, called Maneuver Men's Grooming. So there's that. And then also, too, uh, I co-founded a film production company with my cousin uh, in which we uh, produce and we collaborate and partner with uh, businesses as well as artists.
0: All right. Uh, All right. So which one do you like better, the executive producing or actually writing?
1: That's a really good question. Executive producing is more specific to uh, money. It's money and it's it's helping and allowing projects to move. When it comes to writing, um, writing gives you the ability to take what's in your mind and in your your creative just sort of juices and it allows you to uh, make something and create something that's tangible. I think it's a little bit more rewarding. Um, you know, we can we can dream and we can we can daze about so many different stories and our experiences, but to uh, put it on a paper and on a script, I think that's a very rewarding feeling, especially when you actually create it and shoot it and uh, see it through. So right. I would, say, I would probably say writing for sure.
0: Right. Now, listeners, in case they ask, what kind of stories do you like to write about?
1: I have a huge infatuation and affinity for love stories. I think that is a foundational um, genre and theme for me. Uh, there's something about it and, and maybe this ties into my psychology as just a person and my experiences growing up um, or lack thereof. Uh, but I, lo- I love the idea of love stories, um, that being the motivating factor behind everything else, because everything can be sh- uh sub-genred, right? Um, there's rom-coms, there's action uh, pro- films and projects that also have love. You know, there's so many different genres uh, or subgenres that, you know, sort of uh, follow suit with love stories and black love stories more specifically. I think uh, there's a huge affinity that I have for that right now.
0: Right, sure. right, right. Now, what more... Could be told in block stories about love because some of our listeners who are, you know, brothers and sisters like us, they might say, Well, we've seen it all before, we've heard it all before, we know there's a single mother, she's looking for love, you know, single father. You know, what more can be told about these block stories?
1: I think historically, the stories that have been told have been vague. Okay. I think there is a huge opportunity to explore the psychology behind dynamic relationships between the black man and the black woman or uh, uh, a person of color Um, you know there's there's so many new there's so much nuance that can be injected in a story especially a love story and being able to tie in what somebody goes through And experiences and how it affects their their love interests or their relationship, their romantic relationships, I think that's huge and it's important. You know, I can pull from example of, you know, certain black men not understanding or having the emotional intelligence to love and care for a partner, right? Um, And, you know, what's the reason behind that? What's the the foundation behind that? I think really attacking those type of stories and really pulling them out, there's something
0: beautiful in it, Mm -hmm. right? So. Do you tackle with with trauma as well? Because a lot of black men and women deal with trauma, unresolved trauma that they have not dealt with.
1: Absolutely, Um, one of the one of the last stories that I had wrote or uh, come up with a treatment um, definitely had to do with trauma, Um, and the trauma was caused by you know sometimes in life uh, bad things happens to good people, and sometimes these things are so unexpected. And what does that you know, rippling effect due to the individual or the person, Um, especially black men. You know, we go through so much trauma um, that is not um, touched upon You know, we're not paying attention or or neither are we attentive to these traumas. And, you know, we have ways of lashing out because we don't know how to deal with these things. We internalize, we implode and then we explode. Right. So being able to open this space up for that and to talk about that and have conversations about that. I think it's very important for a lot of the men that are hiding
0: this in the dark. Right, right, right. right. And you are writing more stories. Will we tackle more on the mental health aspect in the future? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I think mental health is going to be a topic, you know, it's so sensitive and and there's so much uh, there's so much that can be told about it, especially pertaining to the black male perspective and lens. Definitely, I have a few more stories um, to tell about mental health and and, and love as well, too, and how those things tie together.
0: Okay, we'll look for that in the future. Okay, but you've been busy with other things though. Reap, you have a, had a show, Reacher. Yes,
1: yes, I had um, I had booked a show called Reacher on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and that was a, a beautiful opportunity. Um, it was it was one of those moments where a lot of the work that we put in as as artists and the actors sometimes it doesn't feel like it's being justified. And when you have the opportunity to work on uh, something as large as that and the magnitude of that, it's such a surreal feeling because you remind yourself, wow, I did this. I'm doing this right now. You know, I want to be very present and understand that this opportunity wasn't just given to me. I worked for this opportunity. Um, so it puts a battery in your back, uh, and it put a battery in my back, and it inspired me, and it, it it allowed me to understand that I am deserving of all of these opportunities that are given to me, um, and I have been blessed with talent, and I've been able to hone in on this talent, and um, it's just a constant reminder.
0: Right, right, and, and that they can watch on Netflix now so, or hasn't been rooted. so. Uh,
1: so it's going to be on Amazon Prime.
0: Amazon Prime, and sorry. And it's
1: actually, it's not released yet. It's going to be releasing December 29th. Uh, 2023. So I'm not sure yet if they're going to release all of the episodes um, at once or if they're going to release maybe the first two. um, But, you know, it's it's to be determined. Um, So I do know I'm going to be shooting um, or not shooting. I'm going to be
0: in episode five of season two. Okay, so not the full season, not the full
1: season, just uh, just episode five of, of season two. Okay. Yeah, I have a I have a, a nice little role. I don't know how specific I can get about it, um, yet. But it's a it, it's a it was a really enjoyable role, and I got to work with the uh, the lead of the show, Alan Richardson. Uh, so it was quite an experience.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now that the strike is over, it's opening up more auditions, right?
1: Yeah, not just yet, but it will soon. You know, I think within the next couple of weeks, um, or maybe. It'll really, it'll really hit off in January um, when we fall into um, pilot season and things of that nature. I think um, things are going to be going a thousand miles per hour because again, you know, there's so many projects that were sort of put on ice and put right. on the shelf right. uh, for months, and uh, you know, there's a lot of money being lost, and I think a lot of these studios and you know a lot of these companies, they're they're ready to. To get going,
0: yeah. And now that it's over, what do you say? Because there are actors and actresses that do not like certain tentative agreements. They've looked over what they're getting, and they don't like it. Are we going to see another Hollywood strike in twenty twenty six?
1: You know, I'm I'm opt. I like to say that I'm an optimistic person. My optimism tells me that in three years, um, the renegotiations will happen smoothly. Uh, But there's the realism on the real aspect of the idea that, well, one, this is the shortest agreement in history. So that already sort of throws a a red flag in my mind. Number two, um, a big foundation to this whole strike is AI and in three years the difference between now and then is it's going to be so much more powerful and so much uh, so much better so that might cause a, an issue for, for rego- uh, rene- renegotiations as well too so mm-hmm. um, hopefully everything works out smoothly
0: alright would hopefully. you ever like an AI Cheve Lorenzo they take your image and they do something with it an AI version of Cheve Lorenzo
1: I think that would be very relative to the story and how it would to justify or complement a story. I am again. I'm an artist at the end of this, and I have this tool, this body, this vessel to to help tell a story. And I want to continue to do that uh, in a physical aspect. Yes, AI can be utilized um, in beneficial ways, but I think ultimately, I still, I, you know, for me, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in agreement in terms of having AI completely take over my job. You know, it's uh, it's still something that I want to. Um, immerse myself in in terms of acting
0: and that's going to be the future though and it is the future <laughs>
1: yeah it is it is it is um but we'll see again I, I'm optimistic so we'll see um we'll see what happens we're we're, we're gonna stick around and see what happens
0: okay all um, right so talk about maneuver men's what do you call it? because you get together with a lot of men absolutely. and talk about maneuver
1: so maneuver men's grooming is a um, black owned and black founded men's grooming company or I would correct myself and say grooming company. And we focus on being solution-based. We're a a luxury company, um, and our purpose is to um, provide solutions for many of the men and now women that are out there um, in terms of their issues. And these issues uh, are... You know, they, they go from a wide spectrum of things. So it can be like dandruff, razor bumps, and going hairs. It can be anything. It can be balding. It can be anything. We want to provide those solutions. Um, and we're multi dimensional. Um, mm-hmm. We also have spaces for uh, men, specifically black men, to um, talk about their well-being and their mental health you know we want to uplift the men in our community you know there's nothing more powerful than working all together um, and we want to remind the brothers um, that we're all here for one another and we're brothers in arms so right
0: right right and so, what are some of the issues that men have faced this year that you've noticed an increase in
1: that's a great question um you know and, and maybe this isn't specific to this year but i think there's still a continuing issue of Men feeling this enormous pressure of what it means to be a man in, in the 21st century. I think there's an unnecessary pressure of being a uh, provider or needing to provide. A lot of men are sinking themselves, thinking that that is the end all or be all. Um, I think there's just an unnecessary pressure that we are facing. Um, and we have to understand that uh, we are the heroes of our story. Um, we only get to live one life. We have to just enjoy it. In any which way we can um and just to understand that the people that are around us and the people that love us are here to help us um and we have people around us that are that are there mm-hmm. always for that so
0: now also what might be an issue is masculinity because absolutely what is masculinity to you Chevet
1: i think masculinity is 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 being vulnerable you know th- the old school term of masculinity is like macho man, doesn't feel anything, doesn't have any emotions. Uh, he holds things in, um, it's very dormant and distant. I think there needs to be a re-education in terms of this new masculinity, in terms of how I see it, in terms of being vulnerable, in terms of being outspoken, in terms of uh, emotional intelligence, in in terms of speaking to your partner and how you feel, speaking to the people that are around you, your brothers that love you in your community. You know, that's masculinity for me. Um, Providing absolutely, but also loving yourself. That's number one. And I think that opens up the opportunities for a lot of other things as well, too.
0: Right. And there might be men that don't love themselves. They don't know it, but what do you say to that?
1: For the men that that don't love themselves, um, I want them to take the time to appreciate the people around them and the people that love them and care for them, and watch closely to how those people treat them. You know, I think there's a silver lining within that to understand that people love you for who you are, um, and you need to love yourself uh, most importantly in, in order to just exist you, you know in order to exist you have to love yourself to to the furthest degree mm-hmm. you know that's that's important so for the men that do not love themselves take a look in the mirror today and tell yourself that you love yourself
0: and you give yourself grace you love yourself i love yourself absolutely. i love myself and i love you Shabbat. absolutely I love you too, Donovan. <laughs> and we don't
1: say that enough to to exactly. one another right oh absolutely. yeah but what
0: do you say about toxic masculinity because that's another thing where men Oh my God, he loves me? Oh God, don't touch me. You know, that's like, yeah. that is a big taboo where a man can't even, you know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> toxic masculinity is something that needs to uh, be washed away. Yeah. Um, it needs to be washed away. It's, it's not doing anything positive for, for us as men, uh, for men in the, in the black community, for, for men in uh, communities that are minorities um again I think it's re-education and retraining our minds to think differently with a different perspective right um understanding that we need to fill that whole idea of of vulnerability um you can't be vulnerable you can't be you can't be physical you can't touch you can't hug mm-hmm. you know you can't smile um you, you can shake a hand you can't <laughs> shake a hand you know th- that's 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 the craziest thing to me you mm-hmm. know physical touch is such an important thing right. for just the human being right you know the what that does for us um, is so important and to remove that would be would be insane to me so
0: I guess they there might be some brothers listening and say well then you guys have missed the boat then because what do you call it I I'm on the basketball team I'm on the football team and we don't touch (laughs) (laughs) hey
1: we're in the 21st century now and we just have to reprogram our our minds it's as Mm -hmm. simple as that Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to be responsible for the next generation and how they're raised. And one thing that's for certain is the younger kids that are looking up to us, regardless if we want them to or not, they're always going to be watching every step, every way. Um, they're watching what we do. So it's very important to instill positive habits and a positive mindset to them for these young boys that are growing up to to understand that it's okay to, to tell their dads that they love them. It's okay to uh, respect their mothers and the women that are around them. It's okay to speak about the way that you're feeling. Um, it's okay to just, you know, to be connected, be connected with yourself. And myself. it's
0: okay to go to college. Absolutely. It's okay not to listen to hip-hop. It's okay. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, hip-hop is, it's a genre out of many genres and, y- you know, it's You know, I I won't get too deep into hip hop, but, you know, a lot of the messages that are being portrayed in hip hop, they're very negative and music is very powerful in what it does to our mind and our mindset. Um, So it's it's focusing on positive music that is going to be more important for us. Right,
0: right, right. Now, what's your message? What do you want to say to all actors all across the board? Because you are, uh, what do you call it? A SAG act? You are, uh, yeah. Actra, yeah. Actra, Well, yeah. almost was SAG, Almost right? SAG, yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> what do we'll you want we'll to win. say to those actors all across the board? Because some have experienced the strike and it did affect them.
1: What I will say to those actors is, at the end of the day, we are humans. We are going to go through this human experience together. What I also want to tell you is as talented as you are as a performer or an artist, acting is just something that you do and it's something that you may be very good at, but it does not define you. You know, you're a human being outside of that. And and just to remember that, you know, acting is always going to be there regardless if things are on strike or not. You know, we live in a time and and a place and a space now where we can create our own work and not feel withheld. Um, based off some of the things that have happened, um, especially the strike as an example, um, but to also give yourself grace. Live, live. You know, we use life experience as the greatest tool to be the best performers and artist that we can. So just live and love yourself and um, soak everything up that will help you and it will allow you to change your perspective to see things differently and ultimately be a better performer
0: man amen 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 um did you have a message for the listeners this time what do you want to tell the listeners this time being back on the show so many times
1: uh, message to the listeners um thank you uh you know i said this the first time i said to stick around and watch the journey um you know the life is a very funny thing and what I have seen myself three years ago, sitting in this chair, sitting in this position um, with all of these opportunities that have arrived, not necessarily um, or some, to some degree. Um, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful to have people around me that love me and they care for me and they want my best well-being. And I will continue to to, to fight and push um, for more opportunities for uh, not only myself, but the people that I care about, the people that are deserving of it, Um and we'll continue to tell the stories that matter. Um, and you guys will, will be the
0: courtside. Yes. You guys will be sitting courtside to the game. Yes. Throw out your social media platforms. And there was a story you said you written about what do you call the black experience, right?
1: Yeah. So um, I guess I'll talk about the, uh, that first. So there's the documentary. Yeah. Actually, there's, there's two things sure. that I have to make sure I mention. Sure. So the first thing was I worked on a documentary called Black Life untold stories and essentially what that is is the culmination of stories of black settlers coming to canada so it's a black canadian experience um how black people um, had gone through and experienced discrimination and racism um what our impact on culture in canadian history has created and um you know it's a, it's a great it's a great story it's a part series um and within all of those different episodes um it will tell you a different story um, so I'm actually in the first episode, and I play a, a political figure, Isaac Shatt. Um It's a very small, it's a very quick scene, but uh, again, I'm very gracious and happy to be a part of retelling history in hopes of making history. <laughs> um, and the second project um, that I, yeah, I'm not entirely too sure when it's going to come out yet, but I have to mention it, is I had worked with uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and his name is Denzel Brooks. Um, he's an actor as well. He's based out of Vancouver right now. Um, he's also a director, producer. He owns his own production company as well. And he had approached me to do a project called uh, the Black Men's Dilemma. And essentially that has to do with mental health within the black community. Um, A lot of black men, um, they find different ways of um, lashing out uh, when they're going through a lot of these experiences because they do not know how to communicate with one another. So this is telling a story of a, uh, this gentleman. He goes to the army in order to search for a family or or to feel a purpose. And he comes back home and he now has to face what he had run away from. And uh, in his perspective, he gets to tell the story of uh, you know what he had been through and what he may have been missing or what he may have needed uh, during that time. So... It's a very beautiful story. I'm very proud of it. Uh, I'm very proud of all of the actors, uh, everybody that's a part of it. Um, and I think this is going to be, this is going to do huge things, uh, huge things for uh, for not only everybody who's involved, but for a lot of the viewers who, who do watch it.
0: But we do have to wait for that one, right? Yeah,
1: that, that one's going to go through Festival Circuit. Um, so I'll probably come back uh, of uh, to the show and, and I, in hopes of bringing Denzel uh, with me or members of the crew. And we'll talk more so about it um when when the time is right. But uh
0: yeah. Sure. On your social media platform. Yes.
1: Um and all social media handles. It's at Cheve Lorenzo at S H A V A E L O R E N Z O. You can also follow um, the production company, which is at Sequence productions um as well as uh maneuver men's grooming which is Grooming on all social medias
0: okay 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 any final things you would love to tell met radio toronto um thank you
1: uh, you know thank you and, and and donovan thank you again for for this opportunity uh, always happy to be a part of the show happy to be a friend of the show um and i'm looking forward to this ever evolving growth um, and success that you and I are on a very healthy
0: pathway. Of course. So. You're a friend. I've watched you grow, and I'll continue to watch you grow. And I hope you'll continue to come on the show, Shave. Please don't leave me in this journey because I need you because Absolutely. I can't do this alone. Absolutely. We need each other. <laughs> All so. right. For Matt Radio, 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroixy. I would love to thank so, so, so much Cheve Lorenzo for returning to the show. Thank you, Chevet. Thank you.